Hey guys, Andy here. Welcome to episode 17 of the Android Andy UK podcast. It is the 20th of December today, so I'll start off with wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. I can't believe, I really can't believe it's just five days to Christmas. The year has flown by. Um, it's not quite been a month. I'm quite pleased. <laughs> I, did the last, I did the last podcast on the 21st of November, and today's the 20th, so I snuck in under the month barrier. Um, and actually, there's there's so much I've been playing with. I should have I should have done a podcast much earlier. Um, one interesting thing, I passed the 1,000 video mark on YouTube, so I'm really pleased with that. I'm proud of that. Um, hopefully, it's uh, it's not all waffle and spam. But uh, thank you to everyone that subscribes and uh, just makes sort of I suppose motivates me to do it really in many ways. So what have I done since the last podcast? Well, one thing was I've been playing with the Nexus One. I ordered one on eBay. It was twenty something pound. I thought. Let's just see, you know, can you use one in the current day and age? Is it is it worthwhile? Can you do anything with it? The sort of short answer is no, you can't, because it won't go above 2.3.1 or whatever version of Android that was, um, which basically means that pretty much nothing will work in this day and age. You can't you can't install apps. You can't do anything. Um, I managed to film, do a bit of film and some photos and get them off, and it, it really, really didn't look very good. Um, <clears throat> I suppose what amazed me the most was how small a device it was. I seem to remember back in the day thinking how big it was, because uh, I guess compared to things of that time, it was. But uh, but these days, oh, it's tiny. Really, it's small. But I do love the design. I wish someone would remake it, maybe a little bit bigger. But with the trackball, the sort of LED-coloured flashing trackball, um, that would be, I mean, surely that's going to be a winner. Surely, but maybe only for those sort of nostalgic types like me. Uh, <clears throat> I also received my Huawei Watch GT, which was a freebie that came along uh, with my Huawei Mate 20 Pro, as well as the fast charging hub uh, pad, I should say, which is pretty cool. But the Watch GT was quite interesting. It's quite a nice build quality. It's not running Wear OS, though. It's running Lite OS, which... Um, is not very feature rich, shall we say. So there's some things I really liked about it. I like the screen of the watch. I like the constant heart rate monitoring. That was really interesting just to be able to check at different times of the day, you know, when I think I've been working quite hard and have a look and yeah, I'm at 110 heart rate or something. Or just to know that when I've been asleep, it's actually dropped down into the 40 something. So I didn't even know that was possible. But yeah, apparently at some point my heart rate would drop down to like 48, 49 uh, when asleep. So a really nice device, but you couldn't really interact with notifications, um, and it just it didn't have an always-on display as well. That's kind of odd to me. Uh, I've seen video of someone showing the settings where you can turn that on and off, and they, so they must have patched that out. Why would you do that? To me, that is a deal-breaker. If it had the always-on display, I could have lived with it. I could live with the not being able to interact with notifications, just you know, getting the notifications is kind of enough. Um, but to not have an always-on display was just quite annoying. So that got sold on uh, shortly after the review. I also played with, or I have, a Google Home Hub. They were on offer on the Google website for a little while, down to £99. And I would imagine they'll do it again at some point. And personally, I would say, when they do, snap one up. Uh, probably too much for me to really explain, but obviously all these things I'm talking about, I have done videos. I'm sure you've probably watched them if you listen to this podcast. Or if you haven't, then go and see them. But yeah, I really like the Home Hub. It's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Uh, so I do wonder, you know, I like it, but I wonder why don't they give an option of like an 11-inch screen as well. So this is just a 7-inch screen, so it's not that much bigger than a phone <laughs> on a stand. But it's nice, it's a, it's a great little sort of photo display in between being uh, actually quite useful for other purposes. But 
and again, give us an option of having a camera. In. I would actually quite like it to have a camera. I'd have got one for my mum, and it would be quite easy just to do video calls with her. Um, but still, a very nice, very well made, reasonably good speaker uh, for if you wait for like the sales, £99. Then I thought I'd try uh, Honor 8X. It was just over £200. I think it was £209 on Amazon. And what intrigued me was the look of the camera on a budget device. It looked to be quite a good camera still. And I would say generally that it was. Um, and that generally the the sort of phone itself was quite slick and fluid. It was a huge big device. It was was it 6.5 inches. It had a notch, unfortunately, for those that don't have notches. But, you know, someone that's looking to spend £200, I would recommend to have a look at it. It, it was a very good device. Um worthy of consideration if that's what you're spending. If you're going to 300 then you maybe look at the Poco phone and if you're coming down close to the 100 you should be looking at the uh, Xiaomi Mi A2 Lite which I talked about in the last podcast. All of these devices I have done videos if you need to go and have a look go and check them on my channel Android Under UK. Uh, and then recently I emailed Sony and said oh I just wonder if you fancy sending me an XZ3 to do a video. Yeah no problem they said and they sent that off that was very good of them. Um, and it's an interesting one because it is a very nice device. There's no real flaws to it. Um, it feels good. It's nice and fast. It's got a reasonably good camera. Uh, it's kind of lacking in some of the killer features, I suppose. But at the same time, it is only £700 compared to the others, which are up sort of at 900 It is only 700 So, interesting. It didn't really grab me because it was just it's just a good all-round device. But... At the same time, yeah, really, really, uh, really nice phone. So go and take a look at that video if that's something that might interest you. And then yesterday I picked up my TicWatch Pro. So again, in the sales, Amazon had it down at 150 something instead of 200 or so. Um, I've just recorded the unboxing. I've not yet edited it, so that will, well, hopefully, I'll go up today um, or tomorrow morning because after that's probably a write-off as we go through Christmas and uh, you'd be waiting to the other side, but. Very early impressions. It feels a very nice device. Um, it's very comfortable. The straps are a little bit short. I have to use literally the very last hole, but you can buy different replacement straps. So uh, if if you've got bigger wrists than me, um, then that would be an option. And I do. If you've not seen my videos, you haven't seen me. I'm a reasonably large person, so my wrists are quite large. It's probably unlikely you've got bigger wrists than me, to be fair. Uh, but it does early impressions. It seems a nice watch. The headline for the TicWatch Pro is that it's got two different screens. That Well, it's a layered screen, I suppose. Um, one layer is a full-color uh, screen, as you would see on any other sort of Wear OS device. But then there's also a sort of just a, I don't know what you'd call it, actually, black and white almost. It's like the old-school digital display. So it can swap between the two depending what you're doing and your needs, basically to save power which seems like a good idea. They claim they can get five hours battery life from it, so uh, I shall wait and see. I've literally I've got it on charge now at the moment, so when it's when it's charged up, I will be testing. And obviously there will be a video review going up, well, again, probably after Christmas now. Uh, along with that, I do actually have on my desk here an HTC Hero. It's still wrapped up that it came, uh, it came from eBay. Again, it was under £30 on eBay. The HTC Hero has a bit of a special place in my heart because of the actual first Android device I ever used. I know there was the G1 before that, which I guess, well, I wouldn't even say it's true hardcore Android fans, but just those that came in a bit earlier than me. 
would be on that. My first one was the HTC Hero. So again, a bit like the Nexus One, I thought at some point I'll, I'll get it booted up, we'll get it logged in, and we'll just have a little bit of a play and reminisce and <laughs> just uh, just laugh at it, I suppose, to be honest. I've also got quite a few Empower headphones. They sent me a bunch of them. They asked in November, and I was like, yeah, it's fine, yeah, send me, send me this, that, this. And then they uh, they only just sent them to me. So, I mean, if they were hoping to get the videos out there before Christmas, that's not going to happen. But do keep an eye. I think they've, they're getting a bit of a name because Marcus Brownlee featured one of their headsets as sort of the best budget buys on Amazon. So most of their headphones are kind of £50 and less, but actually they're pretty good quality. Um, them and, and I've seen a lot of Tectonics or Tectronics, I forget what they're called, Tectonics maybe, whatever, one of them, TT, which I've actually seen two or three different people in the wild wearing uh, the TT ones. Uh, but like I say, Empower are getting a bit of a name, being recognised by people like Marcos Brownlee. So the budget headphones area is quite interesting. I've got two sort of active noise cancelling headphones, which I'm testing. A uh, bit of a spoiler alert, they don't compare to the Sonys or the uh, Bose or anything like that. But I guess, you know, you wouldn't expect them to. But again, subscribe to my channel if you uh, if you don't already to hear about those. Then this podcast is actually being recorded on a Zoom H1N. So I'm hoping to God that it's working and that it sounds okay. <laughs> and, that, and that I can sort of edit the audio easily enough. So usually I use my Rode NT1, which is a sort of... 180 pound i mean it's not a professional microphone i don't suppose but it's a very good quality microphone uh and this h1n actually cost me 78 pounds on ebay using the 10 percent deal that they had on the other day and it just gives that sort of mobility offer and well i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna see gonna see how i can use it i suppose i'm a bit of a well i'm not an audiophile but i do like to have good quality audio on my videos and for other things and you don't necessarily get that from a phone especially if you're wanting to do like slightly far away shots or whatever um, anyway, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it sounds good. If we move off the sort of hardware and tech, because that was quite a lot that I've blasted through, and if you do want to know more detail about them, please do go and check the videos on them. And we we'll move on to gaming. Now, I didn't think... So basically I was going to talk about Red Dead Redemption. It's really weird, because I thought, well, sure, I've had that more than a month. I feel like I've had that for a long time, but I don't think I must have had it when I recorded the last episode. So Red Dead Redemption... Uh, two, sorry. I played the original, I think it was eight years ago. There are very few single-player games that I can play through to the end. Red Dead Redemption was one. Mafia 2 was another. Heavy Rain is another. And then I'm starting to struggle to name them. You know, I didn't get through Half-Life. There's, there's so many games that people say are amazing games. I just don't generally enjoy single-player games. But Red Dead Redemption was one of them that I loved, and I, and I did play all the way through to the end, and really enjoyed the story, and really enjoyed playing it. So I got caught up in the hype of Red Dead Redemption 2. I pre-ordered on Amazon originally for the just a regular £50 version, then talking to friends at work, there was a lot of people at work that were talking about getting it as well. Um, I, I, I kind of I buckled, and I went for the, I forget what it's called, the Ultimate Edition or whatever, it was like £90 on the PS4 store. Um... And I probably shouldn't have, but anyway, it is done now. So, Red Dead Redemption 2, the, what's the sort of the headlines on that? It's just it's a massive, massive open-world um, single-player game. People argue about if it's free-roaming or not. I say it is free-roaming. The storyline, the actual storyline, is very linear. You go speak to somebody, they tell you to go and do something and speak to somebody else or them or whatever, and you just plod your way through. 
but you don't have to do that. You can wander off and do whatever you want. And I do love the interactions with with the different people in the in the world as you're as you're plodding around and the and the, just the detail they've done to it. And I, so if I try and think of a few things, <laughs> one of the quite famous ones is if you take your your horse up into the sort of snowy cold mountains, its testicles shrink. So you know they're going to that kind of detail. If you wade into water and then wade back out, you're wet up to the point you waded into. And then that will gradually dry. If you go into the snowy areas, you get snow all over your jacket. You come back down to the warmer areas, that will melt, and you'll be left wet where the snow was. Um, there was my friend was showing me the other day. He sort of well, you can shoot limbs off people. That's a bit sick, but you can do it, or you can hogtie somebody. You can if you drop them in shallow water face first, you see them struggling to get their head above the water to breathe. It's all so weird. It's all. The detail they've put into it is amazing. But at the same time, it's about apparently like 60 to 80 hours of game time to complete it. I mean, I've put about 30 hours in. I'm in chapter three. There's six, cha- six chapters and two epilogues or something like that. I just don't think I can last it out that long. It, it, it is quite a slow paced game. So, like I say, when it tells you to go and see this person, off you go. You have to ride off to see this person. There's no real shortcuts. Well, not really. So one mission could take you sort of half an hour to do a reasonably simple mission. And I think that just puts me off. I don't know. I do love the game and I would recommend it to people, especially if you like single-player games. You'll you'll enjoy it more than me probably. But, yeah, it's just a bit of a slow pace. I really want to finish it at some point because I hear the story really picks up and the story is really interesting the story is really good. But the thought of having to play another 50 or 60 hours, it really puts me off. So, I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Come come visit me on my forum, andrewandandy.uk. Click on forum. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you're playing it and if you're really enjoying it. Let me know if you completed it, if you want to encourage me to complete it. Or if you're saying, actually, Andy, yeah, just, just yeah, I don't know, leave it. <laughs> um, because I'm still playing Overwatch. I still really, really enjoy Overwatch. I've got a few friends that still play it, so it's great to, to group up with them and, and play comp and... Um, and it's and my season's going quite well in Overwatch. The Winter Wonderland event's just on, so you get a new skins and things. And it kind of surprised me that, I don't know, it's two and a half years since I started playing. I'm still loving the game. Most evenings, if I've got spare time, I'm going to jump on Overwatch. And I think that's why I'm not playing Red Dead Redemption 2 so much, because I kind of think, right, I've got an hour to play a game. I generally, I'd rather spend that hour playing Overwatch. If we move on to TV and movie, what have I been doing there? So, Narcos Mexico. Um, you may have watched Narcos Seasons 1 and 2. I thought this would be Narcos Season 3, but they've kind of renamed it. It's Narcos Mexico Season 1, I guess. Um, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that... Um, oh, I'm having a mind blank of what his name is. Pablo Escobar, he doesn't survive the whole of the of Narcos. <laughs> you know, that's, that's fact, that's history. And if you didn't know that, then my apologies. But, yeah, I don't know, I guess you just should, really. <laughs> but... Uh, so I think a lot of people thought, well, how's he going to survive without him? And actually, I think they've done a really good job. And Narcos Mexico, I would say, definitely is up there with the first iteration of Narcos. Really very good. Um, so if you haven't seen either of them, I, I would highly recommend watching them through. Really good TV, really well acted, really well directed, I would say, and really well shot. The other show that I'm a bit late to the game with is The Expanse. And I'd noticed a lot of people talking about how it's it's just the best uh, sci-fi show of recent time um, so oh, that's pretty big praise let's give it a go um, it's three seasons deep at this point and 
I enjoyed seasons one and two, but I think season three really cranked it up a notch. Uh, it's quite sort of political. You've basically, we're talking, I forget how far into the future now, two or three hundred years into the future, we've colonized Mars, um, and we've also got people living in the belt. So they're called belters, and they're sort of quite common and, I guess, I don't know, don't, well, a bit a bit stupid perhaps at times and just like common yeah I don't know that, that that's them uh, you've got the Martians who are very advanced uh, but low in number so their technology is very good their army is very well sort of prepped out uh, decked out and then you've got the, the Earthers who are just the regular people but they're, they're sort of still trying to run things um, and they've got the numbers but they've not got the tech and it's and you've got sort of well I don't want to spoil it so I won't go much further than that but I would say it is it's very good TV actually. I don't quite know how you watch it now. I watched the first two seasons on Netflix, but then it dropped off Netflix in late September, I think. In fact, have I mentioned Expanse before? I don't know, maybe I have. Um, because I think Amazon have bought the rights, but then it wasn't on Amazon, and maybe it is now. Um, so I had to just find other ways of, of watching it. Season 4, I think, is on the way, but I'm not entirely sure when. So, definitely I would say check out The Expanse. So, there we go. Um, that's the end of the podcast. As I said before, Merry Christmas to you. I wouldn't imagine, so I will get the video edited and uploaded, and that'll be sort of between now and Christmas. But other than that, I won't imagine I'll be doing much until probably at some point in January. So, uh, have yourselves a great Christmas. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for following and supporting me through this year. And hopefully, we're moving on to a great 2019. Come see me on the forum, andrewandy.uk. But for now, my name's Andy. I'll catch you all again soon.